Hello and welcome to A Little Perspective Podcast with Will Sigmund. Today I am joined by two very special guests as they have uh, become good friends of mine. And these are people I've actually met in real life, which is, you know, not always the case for some of my episodes. Uh, I have my old coworker turned friend, um, Amanda Bittner. Hey, Amanda. Thanks for having me. Yeah, for sure. And I have my newer friend, but also now neighbor, Roger uh, Cornegie. How are you doing, sir? I'm good. No complaints. Good, good. Uh, so today's episode, we are going to talk about the different facets of social media. I think it's something that is a passion of, of all of ours. I think that it's something that uh, a lot of people that you probably know in your personal life affiliate with you as being, you know, a social media guru or very apt at it. And like many people who enjoy it, I'm on all kinds of different mediums for it. So Twitter, Instagram, Reddit, you know, whatever you consider social media. Usually I've at least dipped my toe in it. And typically I try to create stuff here and there, although I haven't quite gotten the, uh, the TikTok creation out of my system yet. But that is definitely not the case for you two, which we'll get into. But kind of to get started, this is our first episode with three of us. And whoever wants to go first can go, but uh, maybe give a little bit about your background and what led you to have that desire to create and share and all the things that make social media appealing to you. Okay, here we go. Um, yeah, so, well, I guess if we're throwing it back to my first social media platform, it would technically be Facebook, like my senior year of high school. <laughs> um, yeah. Back when it was, you had to have a school email and it was limited to like, I don't know, that age group. But I started off, you know, doing the Facebook thing like we all did and just posting embarrassing photos and just albums of like a hundred photos of you at high school or, or, you know, at homecoming that like no one really would look at, but you putting up statuses, stuff like that. So that was my first kind of dip into social media. Then I got Instagram my senior year of college. Again, with that, I was just seeing what it was about. I heard my friends had it, so I got it. And it was just, you know, you share what you had for dinner and you share like a sunset, my cat, my candle, I don't know. And then it's just kind of grown from there. So I think for me, I really got into Instagram. I really latched onto that. And as that started to grow in popularity, I just really embraced it and kind of used all the features. And I started to really get interested in my personal experiences that I thought were really cool and that other people should know about. I kind of leaned into it as a creative outlet, but also as a source of creative inspiration. And it's just, you know, blown up from there. And over the last uh, almost decade at this point, it's just gotten bigger and bigger. And now I'm on Pinterest and TikTok and Twitter and trying to keep up. So, yeah. And this is something that has ingrained itself in your professional life, too, right? Actually crazy that, well, I like to say that nowadays my Instagram is my resume (laughs) because I've gotten my last few jobs from my social media presence and kind of I've gotten noticed for the content that I'm putting out on there more so than like what my resume says, which is crazy. Um, and I've gotten jobs 
Pinterest from like people who have found me from my Pinterest and now I'm getting some some opportunities from my TikTok content. So yeah, it's really just been growing. Um, you know, the more time you spend on there, the more heart and soul you put into your content, like it comes back around and it it's crazy. <laughs> yeah, it is. And I think not just um a jobby job, but like it sounds like you have several kind of side lucrative things going on too which is which is a cool thing about social media sometimes it can be like a a post can be something with duality to it so like it benefits maybe your job and also gets you seen for x y and z and then that leads to another thing or whatever be the case so sometimes you can kind of hit you know two birds with one stone which is kind of cool but it, it reminds me of my my second guest christian uh, Selig, who is the Apollo developer, when he was talking about how his app was his resume, you know, it's kind of like these days, a resume doesn't necessarily have to be a piece of paper. It can be a, a an online presence or, or an app or, you know, something digital. And it is very neat to see how things like that you're putting out into the world come back and boomerang in ways you didn't expect them to when you initially put them out. Yeah. Yep. Exactly right. And Mr. Cornegy, how about you? You know, and I just, I just love hearing Amanda, how I, well, we could have spent, you know, 90 more minutes right there. I mean, that's, it's not about me, you know? <laughs> <laughs> no, just, just like Amanda, just like you said, I remember being in high school too. And Facebook had that whole thing, like you had to be attached to a school in order to become a member. So I remember like, I, at first I thought it was like colleges. I think you had to be like in college. It was like a college thing. And I was in high school. So I was, yeah. And I was like, man, I'm not in college, but I want to be on this Facebook because everybody's cool on Facebook. So I said I was going to like wait tech or something like that. And, um, and I got on, you know, <laughs> so it had to be believable. You know, it was like, if somebody saw me, they'd be like, man, we know he's not smart. Why, why is he like a part of Harvard? You know, it's, <laughs> It's just not going to happen. But um, long story short, I get on and I remember just like Amanda was saying, you know, you're just posting random crap, just trying to figure out how to, how to, you know, maneuver on this platform. But I was really big on MySpace. MySpace was my thing. I I, I loved MySpace. And I, I once I, I didn't like Facebook, I was like, this is kind of whack. They're just making you, you have to, nah. So I went back to MySpace where you got music on your page playing. You know, like, remember that when people visit your page and before they even see something, they hear your favorite songs. And, and I remember it was just so much customizing to MySpace. And Facebook was kind of like Apple. It was like, no, everybody's page looked like this. You know, it was just like, nah, I wanted the custom backgrounds. And so I, I stuck with MySpace until I think finally... Facebook opened it up where now anybody can be on there. And that's where everybody just mad dashed from MySpace. And I'm like, why would we just, you know, do this to MySpace? It's been a great platform for years. Why do we do that to Tom? <laughs> right. Why? Do, I guess people just like Tom. I don't know. But that that's kind of where it all originated for me. I never really got into Instagram. I felt like Instagram was just like uh, just a slideshow of all your pictures in one place. I was just like, uh, and my friends that were following me on Facebook, they were also following me on Instagram. So it's like, 
you know, if I put a picture on Facebook, I put it on Instagram, you're getting the same. And then I was kind of like TikTok now, how you could spend like hours just scrolling, go trying to find that one video that just sets you off, you know, into a laughter, laughter um, or that one cool recipe or whatever you use TikTok for. But for me, um, I would scroll on Facebook, just looking at what my cousin is doing, what this ex-girlfriend's doing, you know, what what my sister's doing. And it was a great way for me to spy on people in their lives. That's really what I used it for. So like now, and Amanda probably will tell you what we use Facebook and Instagram for now is totally different from what we started off using. So totally different. And then you see those memories pop up and you just, I don't know about y'all, but I just cringe. So humbling. I mean, I would post like these moody John Mayer lyrics when I was like 17, (laughs) trying, like hoping my crush would it like what was that and i mean never in a million years i have imagined that this stuff would be like monetized and like a source of income or livelihood you know it's just crazy yeah i'm i'm with you on that and and even to this extent i think i was on uh you gotta be careful with my with uh i keep saying myspace but with facebook nobody's on myspace right now well will you might be on myspace right no man this anymore I think so. It does. It does exist. Cause, you like yeah, I went. Profile? I went back and re- resurrected my page probably about six, seven months ago. And uh, yeah, it's 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 like a music hangout thing now. Though I it's, see. Yeah, it's like a shell of what it used to be. There you go. Not not quite the same thing though. So, but you gotta be careful because, like, like you just said, that old stuff coming coming back. Do you know, like, right now, let's say, Will, we could go on Amanda's Facebook and we scroll all the way to the bottom of her like pictures that she was tagged in, and if we like it or comment on it, now it's, like, relevant for everybody else to be like. Oh, <laughs> That's yeah. right. So it's crazy. Yeah. So I, I had I had a friend of mine. I had some old pictures of some, like, some girl I was dating on my page, like, way back when. It was, like, an ex. And I don't know. Some friends, they just started talking on that old picture and just brought it up to everybody. And I'm like, no. So you got to go back in time and clean that stuff up, you know. <laughs> you don't want no smoke. That is a really good point. And it's funny because I have never been in that predicament because Cassie was my first girlfriend and, and, and et cetera. And I think like she did one other person before social media. So like it wasn't really a thing for her either. But beyond that, beyond, you know, thinking about things that are beyond just cringe, you know, that are you know innocent, but just cringy. That's something that I've always tried to be cognizant about is what I'm putting out there. And, um, I don't feel like you might find something embarrassing about me possibly that I obviously I know about because I, I do the same type of thing that you just mentioned to myself sometime, but I don't think there would be anything that would pop up that would just come back to haunt me, uh, fortunately. So, so I saw that the editor of Teen Vogue, they just hired they just had to like fire her before, or she resigned before she even started because of old tweets that resurfaced. And no, you gotta, you gotta yeah. watch that stuff, you know. You do, uh, Roger. These days, and obviously, I have both of you on for for a reason, and we kind of got into uh, a little bit about what Amanda's doing for you know having social media for lucrative purposes. You and your wife. Y'all are doing some some things like that now. What what kind of things are you into these days, and how's it different than what you used to do? 
Oh, man. From what I used to do, like Amanda was saying, you just Facebook was just a cool place to store pictures. I mean, <laughs> Instagram was where I just stored pictures. And it's crazy because I don't know if I should go into this right now, but Amanda, I, I used to, I ran social media for Yelp. So I was um one of the guys that ran Yelp NC Triangle, the handle on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Uh, that was me. And uh, I took a lot of pride in that. You know, I, I really loved doing it. And my biggest thing was just helping businesses out. So I, I began to learn social media in a different light as I began to work for companies and, and I ran social media for businesses. I began to see like, oh my gosh, this is like amazing. We can talk to customers and all that kind of cool stuff. So, you know, whenever I lost my, I lost my position working for Yelp during COVID, and like Will said, I mean, being able to transition and turn it into something now that's lucrative, that wasn't the plan at first. It, the, the plan at first was I really just wanted to help some local restaurants out. And it's still and it still is to this day, still that plan. We started this. It's been about, I want to say we kicked this off maybe around September of last year. We started Raleigh Food Trap. And it was just an idea to just help out a couple businesses. And it's like the minute we started working with different businesses more begin to come on and we don't charge anything that platform now um has just hit twelve thousand followers and we don't charge anything i i don't charge to post on Raleigh food traps wall yeah well, well my thing is i really want to help our businesses locally reach people that are looking for their product and and it's just so happened that that you know by us Going out, and I spend my own gas money. I spend my own time editing pictures and videos. And I and when these owners come to me, they're like, "Now I don't pay for the food, so they they give me the food, and they're like, hey, you feel free.' We're gonna be honest. I mean, if it's something nasty, I've been to some places that are not on Raleigh Food Traps walls. So, I mean, if a business does invite us out and the food is not, it's not a far. Maybe I'll put them on the story because it's only there for twenty four hours. But you know, the good ones make it to the wall. So, and, and, and genuinely, we want to help everyone. Even if I put you on the wall for 24 hours, seven to 900 people have seen you. That's about what we're getting for, I mean, out of 12,000 followers, about, I'm seeing each day about seven to 900 people watch the stories. Um, I don't know if that's really good or bad, but um, long story short, where we are now is it's starting to come into how the money making part has come into place is businesses, let's say Will has a restaurant right now and it's Will's Diner and Will says, Raleigh Food Trap, Roger, you guys come out please and food trap us. So we'll go out, we'll take pictures and I put them on my wall. And what Will's gonna do is he sees the reaction, he gets these amazing pictures now and he has a social media guy that runs his account and or he has a content person, but the pictures look nothing like what we've done. So now Will's going to reach back out to me and he's like, hey, Raleigh Food Trap, can you come out again? And when he does that, I'm not trying to show the same restaurant over and over and over. At that moment, that's when I'm like, all right, well, we posted you first time for free. Here's what we can do. I have two things I can do for you. Number one, I can become your content creator. If I'm your content creator, I charge you this month and I come out and shoot once a month. We've got about four restaurants doing that right now. And then the second thing is I could actually become your content creator slash social media manager. Most businesses would be, would be business owners of restaurants would be smart to hire a food blogger to run your social media. I mean, we know how to talk to people about food. We know how to make it look good. I mean, if you're a smart restaurant business owner, go for it and hire a food blogger. So the second option is you bring me on your team as your social media manager. 
content creator. And I've got about seven of those right now. So, and this did not, I did not mean for this to go this way, but that's how, you know, we've been able to monetize it. TikTok, oh, I can't wait until we get on that because that's a whole nother ball game, but wait until we get there. That's awesome though. No. That's awesome to hear. Oh. And Roger, did you background in marketing or photography or any of that like before this? Yeah, I've, um, so I'm a, I'm a creative at heart um, when it comes down to like, film filming and just doing cool short videos that's what i was hired for yelp to do was to be the the content guy for a while and and being doing content for them creating those short clips reels before reels really became a thing and before tiktok really became a thing because tiktok creative suite like creating it's the best platform for creating videos i mean I would use TikTok's video editor before I use what is the uh, iMovie. I, I would go there before I go to iMovie. I just feel like transitions and everything are killer. But before all these cool tool, tools was out, I, that's what I, I did. So we kind of have like an upper hand with Bootstrap is that we don't have to hire anyone to take our pictures. We don't have to hire anyone to come shoot our videos. I know how to do it all. So, but yeah, that was a great question. What about you? I do not have a degree in marketing or I did not have a background in marketing at all. That is not what I went to college for. And my diploma does not say marketing. So that's another kind of crazy thing. I mean, my first jobs out of college were like sales jobs and account manager. That's how I met Will, you know, so I was just doing social media, like on the side for fun and in my free time. And I loved it. And I was, I would come back and tell my now husband like, Oh, it would be so cool to, to like work in social media. I don't know if like that's a job that exists, but that would be so cool if like someone paid me to do their social media. You know, early on, like this job did not exist. Like when, yeah, right. you know, in the 90s, the 2000s, like oh, what yeah. I do and what you do, Roger, like didn't exist. So nope. yeah. And I mean, for me, my Instagram, what I did on my, in my free time, kind of, I put it all into a portfolio on a, web, a Squarespace website. And that's how I like got my first social media job. And I just progressed from there. So I do not have a marketing degree. <laughs> but you you know what? You you have more skill than, and I work with marketers all day long. I know marketers, people with marketing degrees. I'm talking directors that can't use social media. They can't figure out like, okay, how do I get more engagement? They don't understand that if you're running social media for a business, you are the social customer service rep. You know, whenever we live in a world now where everybody wants to put their opinion on somebody's wall, you know, it's if I had fish today at Will's restaurant, the manager's right there. Why don't I just go tell the manager? Nah, that's kind of whack. Let me get on their Instagram and complain. You know, it's we live at that place now. So that's why as social media gurus like ourselves, we understand like, we're those frontline people trying to like simmer down now, you know, let's, let's take this conversation offline, you know? So that's kind of how it is for my restaurants. I was, I was actually proposed a few weeks ago to start running. There's like a, he's a influencer personality. And, and he asked if, if we wouldn't mind taking on his account, like kind of how I'm running them for restaurants. And I looked at him and I was like, I don't know if I'm interested in running a, I like doing the restaurants. I, I can make people follow a restaurant. That's easy. I, I took on a, a black-owned ice cream shop on Friday, on set this past Friday, and already I've got her 200 followers in the past like four, four, three to four days. <laughs> you know, so I can do a restaurant. You just put thirst trappy pictures up, 
it's kind of like, and I think I spent like a day at this ice cream parlor and I shot these crazy images. I, I could show you guys later, but these crazy outrageous milkshakes, which me, I know you guys, no one knows this stuff is out there in Cary, but they're outrageous milkshakes. Like it'll be a like big milkshake and it's got like a, it might have like a, um, a piece of pie sticking out the side of it and like a Klondike bar coming out the other side and it's a milkshake. It's the craziest things. Nobody knew about this lady. And so I told her, I said, give me your Instagram. I, I, and I'm not even charging her. I just, I want it. And, and me and my wife will do this from time to time. We'll try to pay it forward by investing in someone else. And so she's my pay forward right now. And I'm having a blast working this lady's account. I'm putting my best foot forward. But like, but like you're saying, just, just, it's totally different from, from how things have been in the past now that my eyes have opened up. And it's like, wait, you really can monetize some of the, the benefits of these social handles. If I wanted to share my two cents and say that I also don't have a marketing degree. And I think that, uh, you know, we're all around the same generation slash age. And the, I think the benefit to our generation is that we have had the ability to be exposed to social media in chunks and where these platforms kind of came around one by one. And, I'm at least, like I said, dip my toe into all of them. You know, if a new one comes out, I got to go and get the WSIG handle because nobody else can have that. And so, you know, I would say that these days, probably that ones that are being used that I don't really use very often is Snapchat because I feel like it's, I don't know what it is. I, I feel like there's a lot of overlap with other social media and because I've had the ability and the, the privy to to understand one by one and not be overwhelmed all at once, I do these days, even if it's not from not necessarily a monetary standpoint, but like I might say share the same or similar content, but I'm going to do it in different in a different way on Twitter. And there might be things I sh- share on Twitter that are not relevant on Instagram and vice versa. And on Facebook, like, I feel like these days I use Facebook as like friends and family news things or personal stuff, right? Twitter is more like my social media, social media platform where like I'm sharing stuff about social media or about technology and that kind of thing. And Instagram, you know, I'm sharing a little personal, a little funny, you know, a little mix of, of all those things. And TikTok is not something I've gotten into yet as a creator. However, I have become a, a bigger and bigger fan as a consumer. And I will say that um, Cassie, my wife, she's certainly been an enthusiastic influence in showing me TikToks, probably like, you know, if we're sitting in the living room or, at, you know, we're about to go to bed. She'll be like, look, 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 look at this one. Look at this one. Look at this one. Like, oh my gosh, just like send it to me so I can, so I can like think about one thing at a time because there's just, there's so much content on there. And so let's get into TikTok. Let's get into the beast that is TikTok. The, I think oftentimes potentially misunderstood, but being better understood more and more. I think there's a lot of, people out there who have this, I don't know, and maybe this is more like my tech friends, they have like this blocker that TikTok is this, I don't know how to describe it. It's, it's, 
do it. Okay. Like I get, I guess, that? yeah, kind of like <laughs> yeah. that. Yeah, I go. mean, and so, and I'm like, no, like it's got so much other stuff, and you have to do very, very little to open the app, and then boom, content. Right? That's usually what, as a consumer, at least as a social media, you want to open the app and be into something right away because you're possibly bored or whatever be the case. So like maybe you like on Saturday mornings, sometimes I specifically use that time for like YouTube and TikTok because like, okay, this is going to be my time where I'm like going to spend some time on TikTok. And then other nights, like two nights ago, I got on it on a whim and I got a message from TikTok well-being saying, Hey, look like you've been scrolling for a while might want to take a break. And I'm like, seriously, I had never been on it for that long. And so that was a little alarming. But one thing I've mentioned at least once uh, on previous episodes is how TikTok, I think part of the success of it, and let's put all the political mess aside, but like part of the success of it, of the actual content in the app itself is that it commands visual and auditory it's not just one or the other a lot of times twitter is just visual instagram is just visual sometimes it's just auditory like twitter spaces or clubhouse and then sometimes occasionally on instagram you might have both but tiktok in in its heart always has both so from the very get-go you have this app that commands your attention in a way that is fully immersed and I think that's why it's so good at engagement because you're literally, you're being engaged with things in a way that like you can't be doing it on the side. Like you got to be paying attention to it. That's all to say, tell me your excitement about TikTok. I downloaded it a little over a year ago. And my first impression was that it took everything I know about social media and like flipped it on its head because you're immediately shown content from people that you don't follow. So, you know, back in high school, when I got Facebook, I friended my friends and only saw their content. And same with Instagram, you know, you mutually follow each other, you follow people that you're interested in, and that's what you're seeing. But TikTok has just like, completely flipped that. And it's been so refreshing for me to see content that I never would have like otherwise up stuff but also like jungles of like thailand like doing trending dances and i don't know like lumberjacks and like people just like all different walks of life people just doing crazy stuff that is funny is touching is just like it's you never know what you're going to get and that's like very refreshing to me and keeps me coming back for more and lately i've been finding myself spending way more time on tiktok than any other social media platform. Yeah, same for me too. Um, do you find that it's easy to reach people? I mean, oh, so I, I guess what I'm trying to come at is because you just said that you you're seeing st- stuff from people that you're not find that you're not following. Do you find it easy to send your stuff to people that that aren't following you? Like, or do you find it because for me? Well, let me just I'll say it like this for like Instagram. It's so it's sometimes kind of hard to to land on the explore page or to actually go viral. Do you find it easier to go viral on TikTok? Yes. So I have had the most random 
videos go viral on TikTok, oftentimes the ones that I put the least amount of effort into. So right before we hopped on this podcast, I told you guys that I'm not a natural redhead, that I'm a brunette. And I threw up a video based off of a trend that was happening that was showing like videos of me or pictures of me as a brunette and then like the beat drops. And then I show myself as a redhead and like that got half a million views and that went absolutely nuts and all like thousands of people were commenting, asking for like my hair color formula. And it's funny on TikTok because like once you go viral for something, I'm like, oh man, is this my niche now? Like, can I only post about being a redhead? Have you noticed that? Like accounts will go viral for one thing and then they just keep posting that same subject and keep seeking that like virality. But I've had other videos, like I stayed at a treehouse Airbnb. I posted that, that went bonkers and got like 400,000 views. My husband and I did this like stupid office voiceover humor one that got like a million views. So wow. yeah, it's, it's insane. Like none of these people know who I am, but wow. it's just, it's crazy. Oh, oh, last week I had a really horrible day and you know, if you live in North Carolina, what do you do when you have a bad day? You go to cookout and you get a milkshake. So I was sitting there like being a sad girl in the cookout drive through I was like, let me just make a TikTok about this. So I just like panned the cookout drive through line. No. You know, it's like a, it's like a nighttime. It's not a good video. I would never put this on Instagram. And I did the little text cover up and was like, if you have a bad day and you live in North Carolina, like this is your sign to go get a cookout milkshake. Boom, it went viral and it's again. We'll, we'll, so, content that I did not spend a lot of time on. It'll be that, and it'll also, so for me with Instagram, I'm really big about knowing when to post on Instagram. So I know when my followers are online. I just don't post any willy-nilly. I go read the, the reports on hot days, hot times. I don't know when to post on TikTok. You just freaking do it, and it's like, bam. You know, I posted just like Amanda was talking I posted, um, I think I did this video. It was uh, eight places to eat. And I think this is a cool thing right now that you're playing on. If you give people information, those videos tend to be the ones that go off. Or if you're dancing, of course, or if you're just showing showing something, people are going for those videos. I did one and it said eight places you must try in North Carolina. And it showed, and it, honestly, it was, it was eight random videos on my phone that I that I actually used on Instagram, but I play I made it as one little 60 second video on TikTok. We had seven TikTok followers on that Thursday night. Whenever I woke up the next morning, we had 13,000 new TikTok followers. I, the video had yeah, it played 700,000 times and that was in and I posted it that night at like 8 p.m. and when I woke up in the next day around lunchtime is when I checked it and I was like wait what but here here's where I went nuts I was like I gotta make another one I have to make another one while people are on me I need to do this quick so I created another one flop <laughs> it didn't do as well yeah. yeah I was like wait what and then I did another one Flop. I use the same hashtags. Everything didn't do as well. But then I went and um, I, a friend of mine. I've been telling Will about this place here in, in Raleigh. It's a uh, um, this treasure hunt liquidator place. <laughs> treasure hunt liquidators had invited me to come out, 
and they wanted me to po- put, promote them on Instagram on Food Trap Speed. So I said, ah, we're a food blog, but I'll, I'll definitely go ahead and I'll go ahead and promote it. So we go out. I took the video and I put it and I edited it. So cool. It was showing like iPads for $10 and it was showing Dre Beat headphones for $10 and computers for 10 bucks. It was that type of stuff. And you can hear me in the background talking under, under my voice. I put it on Instagram and I studied. I made sure I posted it at the peak time. Posted it on Instagram. Flaw, not nobody's really paying attention. So I was like, man, give me TikTok really quick. It's like a, one o'clock in the morning. So I posted it on TikTok and I threw my phone in the corner and went to sleep. I woke up the next day and probably like around four o'clock in the afternoon. I was like, oh, let me check on that video really quick. I don't have notifications turned on on my phone, y'all. So now Will knows why I'm such a slow texter. All notifications, I just don't have them on. So um, I went and I was like, oh, let me go check that TikTok real quick. Open my phone, 1.7 million views. And I'm like, but I, but that's the, it's just not making sense as to, like Will says, we think we understand it, but we really don't understand it. And like Amanda, like you were saying, the videos you don't put much effort into just pew. <laughs> I feel like the, the ones that you don't put much effort into, there's a certain charm about them because they're relatable. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, they're authentic. And you're like, you know, I saw your cookout thing. And I'm like, yeah, that's true. Like, and it, I, I might have watched it like three times just because it was amusing. And it was not very long, right? So it just kept rolling and rolling and rolling. And that's another thing, too. Like, TikTok will just keep playing it. Um, short. Exactly. Yep. And you get those view counts, you know, if they're short. Yeah. Shorter the better. Yeah. I've been trying to figure out like ideal video links and you know it's i the only thing i've seen and i my um buddy uh he just got started on tiktok and me like acting like i'm an expert which i'm not at tiktok i'm like you gotta put hashtag fyp hashtag for you hashtag for you page no in chick don't do hashtag fyp i mean i'm still trying to figure it out but i heard that's like dead um, yeah, it it's dead. It's done. Yeah. You post it, and it will it will already go on somebody's FYP. So you don't. It's like it does <laughs> well, Thank nothing. you for for um, me on that one. Hey. So what do you do, <laughs> Amanda? Have you tried the check? Have you tried the check yet? Hashtag so if, if you're in North Carolina, NC check. Hands up out. Type in like the hashtag, start to type in, and then you know it'll suggest things, but like definitely don't overload it. I've also seen people post and experiment with zero hashtags, and they still go viral. Right. So, there's no really rhyme or reason to it. You just gotta, you gotta keep going with it. You gotta, you know, not don't be afraid to like have ugly content as long as it's relatable. Like it, it's just so different from Instagram, and and it's. Yeah, refreshing in that way. Like it's realistic, it's relatable. I have made plenty of videos like with no makeup on because like I don't care. And I'm seeing other people post content that's unfiltered, and so it's there's, like there's a guy that uh, I found on TikTok a couple days ago, and I'm finding him because I actually messaged him on Instagram because I found him on Instagram, telling him how much I freaking was amazed at his 
saxophone skills. Have you? Uh, did you see me share him? Uh, his name is Jensen yeah, I something. That. I think I, I saw that. Guy. It's around here somewhere. Oh, uh, here. No, no, I'm not Jensen. Um, Karsten Belt. He's got two point five, two point uh, seven thousand followers on Instagram, right? When I started following him the other day, he was like right under a hundred thousand followers. And I, I went back. Oh, he followed. No, he didn't. Not follow me back. Um, but when I went back, like fifteen minutes yeah, yeah. later, he was up to one hundred twelve thousand. And let's see, uh, Carson Belt. Now he's at one hundred seventy-four thousand with one point four million likes. He has had four point one million views. On that one video that I shared, which is killer, by the way. If you're listening and you like any kind of music and really like if you're human, just go watch. Um, but he absolutely slays uh, the uh, Charlie uh, Pooh. Pooh? Is it Pooh? Um, song from Fast and Furious. Yeah. See you again. He does a crazy riff at the end. Of just It's just awesome. Yeah, but like he he is good, and like that's kind of I think Amanda to go back to what you were saying, like that's now his shtick, I guess. I wouldn't be upset if he posted something else though, necessarily. But I I, I don't know. It, it's like a rock and a hard play because you don't know should you continue with this momentum. I it, because as you said, it's like well, there's no rhyme or reason to anything. It feels like I think like Will was saying, Anime is saying, okay. With that guy, as an example, that saxophone player, Will started following him simply because of how he improvised at the end of that song, and then he fell in love with his music. Now, what if the guy next week starts playing uh, a piccolo or a flute or something? Well, what if he starts trying to play basketball? Now it's just like, dude, I followed you because I thought you were a musician that did these cool improvs. So for me, every time we went viral, I sit back and I'm like, okay, this is about to be our niche, just like you said. So I think for me, I'm about to like just try to zone in on these. If you were in North Carolina, if you were in North Carolina, I'm going to try to zone in on those and, and just try to find all of them that I can and see if we can, how far we can go. For me, like a lot of my content is travel and I like to do little weekend trips and post about where I go. Um, wow. So I posted like I went to Savannah a few weeks ago and I posted kind of a roundup video, like you said, like the, the listicle in the, like a, a BuzzFeed list in like video form of like 10 things to do in Savannah. And boom, like I got a ton of views. Like I got a lot of followers. And I'm like, oh, you guys are like Savannah people. Like I don't, I don't live there. So drop uh, <laughs> in like cookout content. <laughs> like I'm not going to go back to Savannah anytime soon. So yeah, it's like I don't want to alienate people following me but yeah i don't know i'm I'm like a multifaceted person i have a lot of different interests like what if i want to dance on my tiktok i i might lose followers but yeah have you have you ever followed somebody based off of like a video you saw and then like i don't know like you you follow the person and then like a couple days or go later they're they're like posting about something else that you're not really interested in so uh, me, I'm, I'm only the only reason yeah. why I'm scrolling on TikTok is because I'm looking for funny material. Um, on food, Raleigh Food Traps Instagram, I like to show these like silly TikTok that I find. 
So the only reason why I jump on Insta- on TikTok is to scroll looking for content to put on Instagram. And so I'll, I'll probably follow maybe like 20 people on, on TikTok. And whenever these 20 people, when I can't find funny stuff, I'm like, gosh, you guys are letting me down. You know, I'm following you for a reason because I need your funny content, you know? So... I don't know, but the same thing. That that's why I think this whole niche, like if you do take off and you do have a video that skyrockets, maybe like kind of zone in on that. Um, have you been approached yet by anyone on TikTok, like trying to get you to do work for them or create content for them? I have in the last like two weeks, a brand has approached me, and I am in talks with them, and I am working on creating like a video series with them, which is is it crazy? Out? So. That's really cool. Yeah. What about you? That is really neat. Um, <laughs> no, but I really want cookout to sponsor me. I was like, can I at least get a cookout t-shirt out of me? Yeah, they are. I bet they're local, probably. Like, they got to be somewhere around here. I mean, People were commenting, like, thanks to you. I just mm-hmm. went and got a shake. And I'm like, there's the proof. Where's my Look shirt, there. cookout? It worked. <laughs> we, we, um, I checked um, our email last night, and... We had got an email from a company that was saying, hey, we found you guys on TikTok. We like your content. And mind you, on TikTok, I might have nine videos, maybe. I mean, I've, out of the ones we posted, four of them have kind of, two of them have went into the million. One of them have went into like the 500, 600. And so it's kind of been like various. And then all the others are like 1,000 views, 12,000 views. You know, it's just like really long spread. So they were like, oh, we found you, your content on TikTok. We really like what you guys are doing. I, w- I, I, don't, I can't even tell you the name of the company, but it is some type of like influencer marketing company where like brands like Levi can go on there and search for content creators. And then they, our rates would be on the website where they can automatically just book us. You know, it, it was kind of cool. I went ahead and filled out for that today. I don't know if anything will come out from it, but we'll see. Well, have you joined the TikTok Creator Fund? No, what's let me get my phone out. No. Sure, if you have over 10,000 followers, like over the age of 18, and you've had like a video get so many likes in the last 30 days, you should be eligible for the TikTok Creator Fund. And then you get paid based on your number of views. So I qualified what? for the Creator Fund like a few, like probably a month ago and wow. got accepted. I like put in my payment information and now. I think it's based on like 500, every 500 views, you get like 10 cents. <laughs> so I, uh, I've made like $11 so far, but it's inspired hey, me money. to like, it's inspired me to pour into TikTok way more than like Instagram. Right. Instagram's not Oh, yes. But like no. now. But it did take them quite a while. Yeah. to come up with a, si- a system like that for the average creator because that that hasn't been around very long didn't that didn't that just come into fruition like in 2021 really? so i mean i know that was a big qualm with people for a while like if you weren't working with an external brand then you really weren't making any money versus instagram where you could you basically have like baked in opportunities to make you know money but now, do you guys see, do you see? Yeah. Wow. It, TikTok is just, I, I find it, it's like somewhere in the middle of like Instagram and YouTube to an extent. Because I I go to YouTube and these days, 
I watch as much on my homepage for things that the algorithm is feeding me because I take the time to like videos or, you know, I take the time to kind of build the algorithm. Uh, I do, I do subscribe to, you know, a chunk of people too, but I kind of view TikToks more similarly to YouTube than I do like any other platform as far as I've created on YouTube, but I way do more, way more consuming on YouTube than I do creating. And oftentimes I'm looking to get something new, like show me something new. And I also do the same kind of thing with, 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 and I go back and forth between Spotify and Apple music. I, I go on Spotify because I like the discovery process and like every Monday it shows me a list of songs that I wouldn't have necessarily discovered. And that's why I go there. Like I'm going to these places to get new stuff. And I don't think I've done that with any other platform other than YouTube until TikTok. Do you agree? Yeah, I'm I'm definitely in agreement with you. What about you, Amanda? I mean, and we haven't even touched on Reels yet. I mean, Reels is trying to do that. Um, but yeah, TikTok, TikTok is definitely feeding me newer stuff, and yeah, you know, stuff from people I don't follow, like we talked about. But Reels is yeah. trying. Uh, I'm not like convinced yet. I've been trying to put content on there. I just haven't seen mm-hmm. the return that some accounts some other accounts have i've seen some yeah. crazy growth from people who have posted consistently on reels but like i'm just not yeah. seeing it personally so maybe i haven't figured it out yet i, don't know. I hear that uh, i don't know how true this is a friend of mine she runs social for a couple companies and she says if you want to make an explore play explore a page she was like reels tend to make it to explore pages more often and more frequently is what she was saying so she was like, hashtag explore page on your next reel. She was like, you never know when your reel will hit. I did have a reel that I created back in, this was during Christmas time. It was like this, it was like a farm in Apex. It wasn't a farm, it was like a, a light show in Apex around Christmas time. And I put it up on reels, random time of night. And I used one hashtag, I believe it was explore page. And about three, four days later, I checked that reel and they had 15.1K views. So, and that was on Instagram. So, you know, the reels, I honestly, I kind of want to say they're kind of behind right now because TikTok is killing. I mean, the reels creator suite can't even touch TikToks. The transitions aren't even on the same playing field. The text mess, the, the text, the colors, the things you can do. It just can't touch it. TikTok, and then let's don't even talk about the music. TikTok music, it's that's a whole nother beast, you know. Yeah, I mean it's it's making music go viral. Yes, yeah. Your your yes. TikTok video can go viral based off of I think it's it's the the music that you placed. Um, it, and then I know that's something now that they're saying you can actually use certain songs that ha- that can carry your video viral too. So I don't know, you guys. I, TikTok's a beast. I'm glad you brought Reels up because I'm having a hard time buying into it too. And I get that I yeah. get that to be the vibe. And I I wanna like Reels because I love Instagram. Yeah. I have a hard time, first of all, because my uh, homepage right now doesn't even have reels in the middle. And I don't know why, because my like this podcast account 
and Cassie and everybody else I know, they have uh, reels in the middle when they go in. So I don't even have an easy way to really get to it. So oftentimes I kind of forget about it unless I'm suggesting it on my homepage. Explore page is never something I've really gravitated to with Instagram. I don't know why, but another frustrates me about reels and one way that I feel like they are super lacking is they stifled themselves in the beginning by making the videos really short. And then they gave you just a little bit of leeway to where now they're, what is it? 30 seconds? 30 seconds. It's not long enough to really do anything. TikTok is a minute, right? Yeah. 60 seconds. So a minute. Okay, cool. You can do, it's amazing. Some of the TikToks, the, the, the compressed content I've seen in a minute. And I'm like, whoa, how did they, does, that felt like it was longer than a normal one. But 30 seconds just doesn't feel like the, the amount of time that it takes for it. It could be like your cookout thing was less than that. Right. But I think, I feel like it, it, it off the, the cuff, it stifles you creatively, yeah. particularly because you're comparing it to TikTok as well. You're already used to this. So I don't, I really don't understand. The, the idea of why they don't make the reels longer. But the, most of the stuff that I'm seeing on reels is just recycled TikToks. Or it's, it's, I was going to say. It's I late like, oh. yes. trends that I saw two weeks ago on TikTok, and then it'll make its way to reels. And right. the, the successful reels that I've seen that are seem to be like originally made in Instagram come back to like providing value like you talked about earlier Roger and mm-hmm. kind of the funny stuff is still originating in TikTok and Reels right. hasn't really found it's like funny trends that are original to Instagram yet you know what I mean yeah yeah, yeah. yeah I, totally I knew exactly agree. what you mean yeah and that's that's sad in a way but I also feel like they've shot themselves in the foot a couple of times now with yeah. with the rollouts and or lack of features. Well, not only with reels, then you have you have TikTok doing videos, but Facebook gives you the ability to create like those type of videos as well. I don't know if you guys even play around with the Facebook stories. No. Yeah, it's they just need to just do away with it. Just let I it really, go. I um, mean, yeah. Is anybody using Facebook stories that isn't just sending them from their Instagram stories? No, it's going to be sent from Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not building it in Facebook. No. no. Capability. They, they just need, yeah. it's, it, it, you can build them in Facebook. You don't have the option for music. Music is there on some accounts, not on all my accounts, but it's not the, the music's not the same. It's, you know who else is doing stories that it's like, just stop. Come on, guys. Um, LinkedIn. I don't, did you know that? Yeah. And Twitter too, right? No yeah, way. Yeah, they're doing fleets. Now, those, I'm not really looking at either, to be honest with you. Like, but I, I do get it more on Twitter than I, than I do on, well, Facebook or it's definitely called LinkedIn. Fleets? It's called Fleets. Yeah. I mean, it was a clever name, right? Um, Very. But, but yeah. <laughs> Are you on Clubhouse? I am. I have not used it for anything, but 
I'm on there. Got to get that WSIG. You know what? I think part of the reason I don't use Snapchat as much is because somebody else has WSIG. And it makes me so mad every time I log in that I don't even want to use the platform. Are you WSIGG or something like that? No, I'm like W.SIG, I think. Or something like that. That doesn't feel right. No, that doesn't feel right at all. And I'm really only on Snapchat these days because I have a couple friends. That's how they communicate, but. I just figured it was filters. That's the only reason why I'm on there for filters. You know, as we kind of come to a close here, Twitter is something that is a big passion of mine. I feel like it gets left out in the cold sometimes when we're talking about people who are using social media in a monetary type sense, like you guys, where is I find a lot of my tech community on Twitter and like Twitter is 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 it can be hopping so i love twitter in a lot of different ways and if if i had to give one up one social media last i think it would be twitter for me because i can i can post thoughts there i can post pictures there but i really network a lot on there and not just like in a um i'm making friends on there i was telling amanda before uh you got on roger that i'll uh, a good handful of people that I'm having on this show I've never even met in real life and I've met on Twitter. Wow. And I just think it can be an interesting view into somebody. And what frustrates me is I, I do feel like there there's a lot of people that either don't take it seriously or they, they only use it for like complaining to companies. Mm-hmm. By the way, it can be really good for that. I look at like they have like one follower – and they're like yelling at Delta, like really. Yep. But you know, if you if you actually you have some weight to knock around, or you're just on the platform, you maybe know how to communicate a little bit better. But there have been so many DMs that I've sent to verified people or companies or whatever, and that's either how we became friends or that's how I got a response or like if I'm having an issue. Uh, with with a product or something like that, or if I'm trying to figure out how something works, I usually go to Twitter first, and I'll directly message like the developer or the company that makes it. And nine times out of ten, I'll get a response. Especially if it's you know I I don't like gaslighting people on Twitter, so usually it's a DM if I can do so. Uh, if it's like a negative thing, but but yeah, I mean, do you guys? Do you, I saw y'all nodding your heads like, yeah, Twitter is just kind of there. How do you feel? My Twitter account is basically where I go to live tweet The Bachelor. So, (laughs) and complain to airlines. Um, But I've also seen so much Twitter content on other platforms. Like people post tweets on a pretty graphic and it goes viral on Instagram. I've seen TikTok videos where people read funny tweets and then just like cackle. Have you seen those, Roger? Yeah, like, I have. You know, so it, it lit. Twitter is like staying alive through other platforms yeah. also, which is really interesting. It is. Um, it is. But yeah, I personally, uh, well, I kind of have like different personas on each social media platform. Yes. And Twitter is where I'm like my worst self. And, you know, my close friends who follow me can like just see me kind of complain and like, be silly when I tweet about The Bachelor. Um, but that's, mm-hmm. that's how I use it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
I, I think, and, and Amanda, you may be able to contest to this too. Like whenever, whenever people pay for like ads or if they come to you and they're like, Hey, Amanda, we want you to model this shirt here. Most of the times they're wanting you to model it and to post it. They, they ask you to go to Instagram, maybe TikTok, maybe Fate, maybe Facebook. I have yet to get one say, Hey, Roger, we want you to model it on Twitter. It's, it's just like business owners want to see where their ROI is. They want to see where they want to see the engagement. They want to see, you know, um, and, and, and it just, I believe that Twitter just doesn't have it anymore. It's, I mean, unless if you're certain people or it just doesn't have it anymore. It's, I, dude, I disagree. I just, I think that if you're in that mindset of the example that you just gave, Yes, I get it. I'm not on Twitter to get ROI on anything outside of myself. I'm on there to enjoy myself. I might share a funny thought or I might interact. Like I use I use Twitter these days the way like Facebook feed used to kind of be. I don't know. Maybe I challenge you to reconsider not from a professional way, but like the way you use TikTok for funny stuff or whatever, give Twitter like another shot. Like their, their, their main app has gotten really good. There are third party ones too, but you'd be surprised how, you know, how good that is. But even if you wanted some tips of people to follow or like content to follow, yeah, uh, it's how I get my news nine times out of 10. Now that you're right, you know, where I go to see, Sometimes it's a mix of funny stuff or tech stuff or whatever. One of the cool things that you guys probably didn't know if you're not using it very often is, uh, I I know they were testing this. I don't know if if I'm still part of the test. You see how if I go to share a tweet, how it has Instagram stories? Yeah. So, yeah, that's like an official way to, like, have it where you're not just taking a screenshot. Whoa. I never saw that. Yeah. but I, what I do though on Twitter that I don't, I literally just said I don't do on Instagram is I go to the, the magnifying glass for explore because there are some really cool things to find on there. And now these days, and Twitter actually has had positive user growth for the first time in many years over the last like year and a half. And so they're, they're becoming more relevant, I guess you could say. The explore tab on Twitter is really fun really interesting and it's kind of where you can see like what's going on right now there are topics on there now i don't know if you knew that but you can follow topics kind of like you can follow hashtags on instagram mm-hmm. and you can get a, a, a flurry of you know bachelor information or they have <laughs> i know but seriously i think the bachelor probably would be a topic on there but if you go topics is its own menu item on the left yeah it it may not be lucrative in a in a business sense, but it is. It, I personally believe it is still relevant and it's still good, personally and possibly professionally. You know, to to just to just have and to yeah. take somewhat seriously. I don't know. Yeah, Do it. I, I I definitely Hi, think Twitter. Twitter. <laughs> not saying Twitter is like. We're, it's on its way to where MySpace is. Not to say anything like that, but I, what I really think, I think they, I think 
Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, they all have their niches. And I agree. I, I would not go to TikTok to go get the latest news. I just I just wouldn't go there trying to see what's going on with stocks or what's going on with Obamacare. I would definitely go to Twitter, you know, like he's like Will was just saying. You can just hashtag whatever it is, and there's the latest, kind of like an RSS feed of the latest information is just plugged in. Um, I, I think they all work hand in hand, and we really can't afford to be without one. I mean, think about right now, if Instagram closed, there'd be a lot of sad people. I think we need them all. We need them all. We need them all. Except need the is a very strong word. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, we, need, we need to do another I'm, episode on that. I'm very interested to see, like, that's my latest, because I enjoy analyzing social media trends too, right? And that's a lot of what Twitter is. A lot of people on there that I follow are examining and talking about other social media platforms on that platform. And the whole audio group thing is, like, apparently the latest trend clubhouse kind of started it you know instagram has group live and twitter started twitter spaces and uh some people are saying that uh microsoft is well discord is on uh track to be acquired as of this morning um for over 10 billion dollars and they're saying that whoever acquires that it could it could kind of pivot and, and not necessarily change discord but it would make sense because a lot of people on there kind of do the same thing and come and crush all the other ones right but like it's kind of interesting to see that whole trend shake out at this point but i don't know we'll we'll see what happens and we might have to reconvene in the later half of this year and uh keep our finger on the pulse i really appreciate you guys joining me tonight where can everybody follow you guys or is there I've actually really been enjoying Linktree lately. I don't know if you guys have have seen Linktree. It's a really easy free way to kind of like show everything that you're on. Um, But where can people follow you guys? Follow me on just about everything except for Twitter. Um, My handle is the Amanda Bittner. So I'm kind of like you, Will. If you're WSIG, I try to claim the Amanda Bittner everywhere. That's branding. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome that's branding and as far as um as far as me um we're on instagram and not on twitter but i'm on instagram we got tiktok and you can we're a raleigh food trap so raleigh and then food trap like a thirst trap is where you can find us so raleigh food trap that's on instagram and tiktok i hadn't thought about doing a facebook like page yet but maybe that'll come later in 2021 i think you should do a twitter account before that <laughs> definitely going to do the twitter account before. do it to pinterest can we do another episode on pinterest oh That's man pinterest is that you know I, I if we do to me reddit is my pinterest yeah, um, yeah in that aspect but uh i i should have cassie join because i really can't speak to pinterest uh, at all but you're right it's a big that's a big popular platform i want to learn though uh, you know yeah and, and it can be great um but i feel like i use kind of a smorgasbord of my bookmarking on other s- services to kind of recreate pinterest but 
just added story pins and the views are going crazy like TikTok when I post on Pinterest stories. So what? we'll get into that. Roger, we'll talk. Oh. Okay, I'm going to go find you on Pinterest too then. <laughs> well, thank you so much again for your time. It's been wow. really fun. I know we could keep on going for the listeners' sake. We'll kind of put a cap in it around an hour here. But um, I hope that maybe you guys can come back on again for real. And, Absolutely. Uh, yeah, thank you I'm so down. much. Thank you, Amanda. Will your hair be red when we come back if it's later this year? See, you know, stay tuned. Cool. Can't wait. <laughs> All right.